0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network
1: you're listening to a weekly podcast made by miami dolphin fans for miami dolphin fans your source for entertaining dolphin news insight and general conversation here's your host michael fink hey everyone this is mike uh the Fans podcast is part of the dolphins Talk.com podcast network all right, so it's Monday afternoon uh, following the uh, Los Angeles Charger game. Went out, played a, a pretty competitive first half. I think everybody got excited, and uh, then all hell broke loose. Uh, kind of like uh, we saw the last couple of weeks. Uh, Lou, what were your thoughts on the game?
0: They're pretty much the same outcome, the same pattern. Across the board, good first halves over the last few weeks, bad second halves. It's, it's just a, a returning pattern, so to speak. Um, you know, we, we struggle in the second half. I don't know why, but, uh, you know, over the last few weeks, well, actually last three weeks, you know, we can go back to the New England game and say the same thing because yep. that game was uh, roughly a 16 nothing game, you know, halfway through the third quarter. We were still in it, and then everything fell apart. Um, You know, I guess you you can put your finger on a lot of different things. Uh, It's the ineptitude of the offense that, you know, continues to hurt us come the second half. um,
1: We're at home, though. We're supposed to be wearing the other teams down.
0: That is true, but that hasn't been the case. You know, the defense is playing very well. Uh, for the most part in the first halves, uh, they've been getting a little bit worn out or maybe, you know, teams are making adjustments to what we're doing. Whatever the case may be, I mean, there, there's a lot of factors involved. And again, I think it has more to do with the fact that the offense just can't sustain drives and, you know, make, make plays and put us back in games to where maybe they're putting a little pressure on the other team's offense. We just haven't, you know, we, we haven't been able to do that, you know, to where we, you know, we put a little scare into the teams in the second half and, um, you know, maybe get the defense a little bit motivated because it's got to be frustrating for them, Mike. You know, they're, they're getting the job done. They're putting the ball in the offense's hands and, you know, they're just not producing. So, you know, with that being said, uh, you know, so there were some good performances yesterday from some of the guys, um, you know, early on Rashad Jones made a real nice play early in the first quarter, not going pass down. You know, he seems to always, uh, at least be around the football. He did make some bad plays. I know you, you brought attention to that when he came in on rivers a few times and, uh, he dumped, I think, to the running back on two different occasions, and I think they wound up scoring on both plays. Yeah, didn't they? yeah. Uh, you know, it's a it's a decision he made. You know, either that's
1: tough. I mean, he doesn't know whether to go after the quarterback or go after the guy behind him. But generally speaking,
0: it is tough. I yeah. mean, because if he if he drops back in the coverage, then Rivers is just going to keep running, and maybe he doesn't get into the in, into the end zone, but it's still going to be productive. There was really nobody out there. Um, in either situation. But, uh, you know, I felt Drake played pretty well. He did put the ball on the ground. He averaged about five yards of carry behind a a completely, completely different offensive line. Uh, We had two new tackles yesterday who I I don't know what their grades were, Mike. I don't even know if they came out yet, if you've been able to uh, view that or have any information in regard to how they graded out. But to me, as you're watching the game, as it's, you know, as it's going along, I felt that the offensive line overall had done a pretty good job. You know, they gave Drake a few running lanes yesterday, which was I can tell
1: you that Isaiah Prince run blocked well.
0: Okay. Webb, not so much? Not so much. I know Webb had a big holding penalty. Jacecki, oh my goodness, it wasn't even his play was more of a lining up not lining up right at the offensive line which is ridiculous because i believe Drake had like a 20-yard run that was called back due to that yeah. and it and it's just a matter of where he lined up across the line which is you know he didn't cover up the tackle and that's that's really a bad play you know holding you know it happens you know you, you're engaged with the guy in front of you it happens but when you're not lined up properly and it takes a 20 yard play off the board that that's frustrating i it mean hurts that you. you know that bar- bothered me but um you know as i was saying drake i felt you know had a really solid game yesterday he caught the ball well uh, you know, he ran the ball well, like we said, he averaged almost five yards a carry and, um, you know, on the offensive side, he, you know, I felt he had a pretty solid game. He did put the ball on the ground. Luckily we recovered it. That's been a problem, you know, two fumbles in two weeks. Uh, you know, Balaj, my goodness. I mean, it drops another pass in the flat that probably goes for six. And I believe we wound up settling for a field goal on that drive. And, um, It hurts. I mean, it absolutely hurts. I mean, you know, it, it, this is, this is a repeat, you know, um, Parker did it last week, you know, could have made a play and then we fumbled and then same situation this week, you know, he's been
1: taking turns, no doubt.
0: I mean, Balazs wide open in the flat, he catches the ball. He probably walks into the end zone and, uh, You know, we throw an incompletion on third down um, where I believe that was on the drive where Drake came in on the next play, uh, got open behind the coverage, and Rosen threw a bad pass, which kind of let him out of bounds. I mean, he was open behind them. I mean, a little bit better pass, and you have six points. So, you know, opportunities were there early, and, you know, we failed. And it's something that's, uh, you know, it's got to get better or else we're going to have the same outcome week in and week out.
1: Well, Parker, you know, was targeted four times and had four receptions, so a shout-out to him.
0: Yes. And
1: uh, Drake, five times, three receptions. And obviously one of them was, you know, out of bounds that he didn't catch.
0: But he made a great – well, he did catch it. He made a – he didn't catch it in bounds, but it was an incredible effort. I mean, and this is – you know, Mike, you know, before we move on, I mean, this is the problem that I have – over and over again. I mean, Dave, Balage has not shown us anything. He, he All he has shown us is drop passes in those situations. So when you're down by the goal line, why even have him in there? It makes no sense to me. If you're calling that play, put Drake on the field and let him catch the ball and you got six points. I mean, it just makes no sense to me whatsoever in those situations where you need points and you're trying to win football games and trying to get the offense going you have to put the guys in there that are gonna that or that have been producing and have showed you they have produced in the past and it, it winds up coming back to bite us in the butt you know so. Yep.
1: I, I think the fact that Drake's had a couple of fumbles is going to, you know, not, not keep him uh, maybe where you'd like to see him in, in the lineup all the time.
0: Right. But, you know, to, to my point, he was in on the next play and he makes an incredible catch out of bounds. Um, you know, when it comes to catching the football out of the backfield, he's the best we have. And if that's the play that is called, which I'm sure it was, then you got to have your best guy doing it. It's that simple you know it is what it is you know it was one mis- you know one mistake among many on the offensive side if we're going to stay on that side of the football mike you know i felt that like you said parker had a decent game preston williams had a decent game but i think he had another drop at some point um, i believe he did you know uh you know, and then of course we can. You know, you can bring up um, Rosen's numbers and, and what you thought of him. I'll let you talk a little bit about him, and then I'll uh, follow you up.
1: Well, it depends what part of the game you're asking me about. I mean, I thought <laughs> yeah. I thought he came out in the first drive, and I mean, he looked as good as he could have looked. Yep. Uh, he was decisive. He was on target, and uh, certainly that pass to Parker was phenomenal. Yep. Uh, so I was very impressed with the way he came out. You know, remember back to our last quarterback, you know, it would take him three quarters before he'd play like that, you know. Yes. Uh, so it was nice to see them get off to what I would call a fast start. Right. It kind of went downhill from there. I mean, he did engineer a couple of drives, you know, for attempted field goals, and unfortunately, the, you know, the Chargers punter outkicked our field goal kicker i know right isn't that something i mean who would have thought that was going to happen
0: yeah and the funny thing mike you know before we move on from this you know the kicker you know sanders i mean plenty of distance i mean my goodness those both of those kicks would have been
1: good from 60 yards and the week before too they were all solid kicks every one of them but they were all wide right
0: all wide right he's just got to line it up and i mean he's got a leg he's just got i mean we got to have those kicks as well i mean the good thing is, is that you know he's got the distance there. They've just got to get those, um, you know, squared away. You know, oh, no, he's got
1: a couple of weeks to work on it. I think he'll be fine. People are getting, you know, oh, replace the bum. I think that's a little extreme.
0: Exactly. I mean, he's got the leg. It's just, and it's not like he's missing them by fifteen exactly. yards. I mean, they're or, or shanking
1: them. You know, I mean, he's, he's hitting solid kicks. He's just missing.
0: He's just missing. They're about four or five yards off. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think the last three, even the one last week, was yep. very close. So, but um, yeah, getting back to let's get back to the quarterback and
1: what you were saying. Go ahead. So you know, I, overall, you know, he he. I thought he played pretty well in the first half. I really did. I, w- I was pleased with his play, considering everything going on around him. Uh, the second half, I wasn't quite as pleased. He wasn't disastrous, but uh, I thought he should have played better. What I like to do, and, and people on the page know it, uh, I like to look at mo- what I call money downs, and that's you know uh, third downs or, or key points in the game where the quarterback has to produce in order for the team to be successful. And, uh, you know, when I went through those, you know, they had limited opportunities in the second half because the defense was not playing well. They couldn't stop rippers and get off the field. So, you're not going to get that many opportunities. So, it's important, you know, as an offense that you take advantage of the ones you get. Exactly. Yep. And uh people have to understand that, you know, they become more critical. You know, if you're in a low scoring game, they're not as critical, but if, if you're in a game where the other team is rolling, you've got to match them. And if you don't, you're going to get blown out. Yep. And uh so that's where you're at with it. And uh you know, uh, he in the third quarter, he had one it was 13-8 uh the screen pass was covered. He kind of stepped up into the pocket. The pocket collapsed and he got sacked. I certainly don't blame him for that. There was nothing he could have done. You know, if he if he didn't have a place to throw it and he didn't feel the sack coming, there wasn't a whole lot he could have done there and he didn't. Right. Uh, but, I, but I don't fault him for that. Those are going to happen. Now, that's without seeing the coaching film. If I watch that and I see a receiver wide open and over the middle, I'm going to feel differently. But you know, based on the footage that I saw, I I have no complaints on that play. Third and twelve, he he missed, you know, the uh open receiver uh down the sideline, and that's the play where he almost got sacked for the safety. And, right. Uh there were a couple of mistakes on that play. Obviously he missed the read, uh, and you know, that happens from time to time. Every quarterback misses a read. So I don't get too critical on that. But uh he has to be aware of where he is on the field. Uh, he almost ended up in that end zone, and there was no reason for that. He had room to get that ball away from there, and he just didn't do it.
0: Right. He had an opportunity. There was a window of opportunity to just air it out, throw it out of bounds, and call it a day.
1: Right. And then he almost fumbled, or, or you know, and that that could have been disastrous as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So. That was not a nice play, Uh, and of course, it it killed the drive. Then the uh, next series, it it was second and seven, and that was the reason I bring this one up is because it was the interception. It was the pass that he threw to Williams that went nowhere near Williams, and uh, uh, he ended up saying later on after the game that he kind of got caught mentally between two throws and just made a bad throw. Uh, So, you know, that's going to happen, but they don't pay you to do that. They pay you to complete passes, so that's got to count against him. The next third and three, he had a, a five-yard completion to Williams. Certainly, he gets credit for that. The the next third down on the same series, he gets a sack. He fumbles. Miami recovers, and uh, they blitzed. I, I did not blame him for the sack because they came through pretty quickly. There wasn't a whole lot he was going to be able to do there. But he's got he's got to be able to uh, secure the football. You you can't be fumbling the football. So uh, he he would have lost uh, a point on my grading scale for that. So, you know, the way it worked basically on on all of those plays, which really isn't that many and that's all the third down or or money down plays that he had. You know, he he ended up with minus 4 points, which is which is basically a failing grade for, you know, that portion of the game. And and obviously the scoreboard showed that. I mean, you know, we we went through the second half, we didn't threaten to score and uh you know, people are gonna, you know, say, well, it's the offensive line, it's this and that, and, and in a sense they're right. Because what was happening is the offensive line is taking some of these away from him, like, you know, the first one that I mentioned where he got sacked and it wasn't his fault. Uh so in a sense from that aspect they're right, because he's not getting as many opportunities. But what they have to understand is we are grading him on what he's doing. When the line doesn't produce like they should it doesn't count against the quarterback unless he screws up. Right. You're you're grading him directly. On his performance, yes. On his, on not his performance. not on not on what the line influences or a receiver that drops a pass. None of that counts against him. Right. So people have to understand that. I've tri- I've said it I don't know a few weeks in a row now, and they're still arguing with me and saying, well, if he had a better offensive line. Well, yes and no. He's still going to play the way he plays, whether he had a better offensive line or not. He's still going to be in between two throws, whether he had an offensive line or not. Right. The, the line did not become a factor in that play, and he still screwed up. <laughs> right. And that's what they got to understand. Same thing near the end zone on the safety. Line didn't influence that play. His decision-making did. Right. Yeah. You know? and,
0: and that that was and, – and you know what, Mike? I'll go back even farther um, Than the second half because in the first half he was fortunate as well. I mean he threw a ball, the ball that Perry, um, Williams caught
1: uh-huh.
0: off of Jasecki's yes. hands, which yes. which was not a good pass at all. He he was he wasn't his feet weren't set. There was a guy in his face. He just threw the ball up for grabs and he was fortunate. And there was another ball that he threw. That he was fortunate on because I believe they called defensive pass interference and um, it could have been picked off as well. It w- it was another bad decision. I think when they showed the replay, there was it really wasn't pass. It was just a bad
1: throw. Yeah, we it, was, it was a bang bang call.
0: It was a bang bang call. It, it, he was fortunate on those. I mean, I'll be honest with you. After very early on in the game, you know, I felt even in the in the second quarter, his play began to go downhill
1: I I thought so too
0: you know and you know the decisions that you already talked about the interception I mean it's got to be instinctive I mean I'm shocked that he even made a comment like that because if if anybody's ever played football or has watched football, it's just it's it's instinctive. The quarterback's got to be instinctive. You can't be thinking in the middle of a game when you have three seconds to throw a football as to how you're going to throw it. You've got to know. You've got to just get out there and you've got to throw. You can't be in between deciding what type of pass you're gonna throw. I don't even exactly. know if there's time for that. Exactly. So I mean to me it's it's a bunch of hogwash to be honest with you. But you know, the decision that he made down by the goal line that you well, talked may- about.
1: Maybe, maybe when his arm was in motion, he, you know, kind of tried in between, to right. right. I've exactly. seen that, right. Yeah. To where
0: he like he's like in between. The bottom line is it was a horrible pass. It was five yards short of where Williams was. The decision down by the goal line was a horrible decision that could have been 10 times worse because the ball, like you said, did come loose. And he was fortunate enough to grab it. And I'll tell you what, if they would have reviewed that, it would have been mighty close to being a safety to where we're punting to them. So, you know, this is a learning process for him. Absolutely. Um, You know, week to week. He's got to get better, and I'll tell you, you know, some of the competition we've been going up against is is very good competition. Uh, there's no slouches in the NFL. Uh, yeah, you know, how many
1: how many mistakes did Rivers make yesterday?
0: Uh, not many, but um, you know, we'll get to that in a minute when we talk about the defense. But you know, the bottom line is is that um, you know, as you watch him, you see that he is limited. And let me listen, and I want to give him credit because he's much better in a lot of ways than what we have had here in regard to instincts, in regard to recognizing blitzes. He gets rid of the ball, whereas the guy that we had here prior just constantly held the ball, and he was like a deer in headlights. Uh, you know, when a guy was coming at him, he just he just ate it, you know, and he'd take a sack. Now, this guy recognizes blitzes. He did it a few times yesterday. Uh, You know, obviously he took some sacks yesterday, but again... That's going to happen. That's going to happen. But he does recognize, well, I like his command on the field. He seems to be in control. He understands the game in front of him, but he has... He's a
1: quarterback, Lou.
0: Yes, he has... Exactly, there you go. He's a quarterback. But as we're watching and as we continue to watch... I think he has a lot of limitations, and it's going to frustrate us as Dolphin fans as we go along. Now, is he going to get better in my opinion? Absolutely. But again, how much better is he going to get? Is he going to be a guy that can win you football games come playoff time when you're going against guys like Phillip Rivers, right? Right. I mean, you know, that's the key to this whole thing.
1: And you that's know, what that's what I'm trying to illustrate to people, you know. You can you can say okay, he's not bad and he's not bad. No, he's better you know, than what we've had. Yes, absolutely. But is he a guy you want to hitch your wagon to? That's really the question. And with the idea that is he a Super Bowl winning quarterback? Is he a guy that if you're losing in the Super Bowl, you're you're down by seven with two minutes left? Do you want the football in his hands?
0: Yes, exactly. Or, do you, you know, the bottom line is this, Mike, is that he's got to – and we're, you know, listen, he's going to answer all our questions. That's right. We, we've got a lot more. We've got 12 more games. That's right. So by the end of this season, I think that everybody that's watching these football games, it, you know, we're going to hopefully our opinion on him changes because I don't want people out there to think that we're bashing the guy. We're we're being realistic about what we are seeing on the field. Um, are you excited about the touchdown pass? Well, yes. I mean, Devontae Parker was 10 yards behind the defender. and He, he,
1: hit, he hit him in perfect he stride. He hit him
0: in perfect stride. It It's, it's a great play on, on both ends there. There's no question about it. But where did he go from there? What did he bring to the table over the course of the rest of the game? A lot of mistakes and not a lot of positives. So You can't look at a football game as a whole, there's four quarters, and look at three or four plays over the course of the game and said, wow, he did a great job on those three or four plays. No, you've got to consistently make good plays. And what we need to see from him over these next 12 weeks is more consistency and more more of the better things than the bad things. And right now we're seeing more of the bad things. They're outweighing the good things that we're seeing from him, if you can understand what I'm saying as you watch it. so. You know, well,
1: I, I will say this, uh, you know, uh, on third third down efficiency, we were five for ten.
0: Which is great. Which compared- is much
1: better than we've been doing. Absolutely.
0: Exactly. We were last in the league, I think, over the last some odd years. The, one of the worst teams.
1: Yep. So if he keeps that up uh, and and can... Convert some of those in the second half. I I think we'll be much happier.
0: Right, and to and to my point, Mike, he's you know like I said earlier, he's better than what we have had in in areas. There's no question about it. But you know he's got it. There's four quarters in a football game, and uh, you know you can't win games by throwing a couple good passes.
1: How many games do you watch where it goes down to the last possession or the last two possessions, and and you've got to produce? Yes, you know that's the NFL. That that's what the League is. Now, right now, our team is not good enough to be in that conversation, but uh, the point is, you want that quarterback, you want to be comfortable that that quarterback is not going to miss throw in that situation. He's not going to lose awareness of where he is if he happens to be near the end line. You know, you, you need a quarterback that's going to be within the moment and, and be able to function, you know, at a high level. Right. And that's what we're trying to determine as we watch him play is he the guy to be able to do that.
0: Exactly. That's the
1: window that we view this through, you know, we're viewing it like a coach would view it. We're we're grading him like a coach would grade him. We're not concerned with the offensive line, we're not concerned with the receivers. We're concerned with Josh Rosen and the decisions that he makes.
0: Exactly. Is he putting the ball on the receivers hands? Great. I mean, we love it. If yeah. he's throwing a ball five yards short of a, of a receiver on the outside where he, Mike, there were times where and, – and, and again, going back to the offensive line, I thought they did a very good job. We had a running game yesterday. So it wasn't a one-sided situation where we were averaging one, two yards a carry, and it was a constant situation where we had to pass. We did a pretty good job of running the football yesterday. I mean, again, when your lead runner averages almost five yards a carry, that's a positive. He had time to throw at times. Again, you know, as you look at the game as a whole and how many times he got sacked and how many times he got pressured, well, yes, late in the game when you know they're in passing situations, that affects, Gets tougher. That affects the statistics. But as you watch the game, And you watch it develop. Is he countering? I know you said that San Diego came out and had a long drive and they scored. Yes, they did. But it's up to our guy to come back and make plays and get us back into a situation where they're not getting the ball right back. Not throwing interceptions. Not almost fumbling the ball down by the goal line or taking a safety. You have to make plays. And it just didn't happen yesterday. Now, again... There's a long season ahead of us. Let's hope he makes progress. If we see much of the same week in and week out, especially against lesser competition, then the answer to everybody's questions in regard to him are right there in front of you. It's that simple.
1: Hey, guys, I wanted to break in here real quick just to ask a favor of you. On the app that you're listening on, uh, if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to the podcast. Hit like, leave a a comment on your thoughts of the show. And uh, if you didn't know, we do do run a Facebook group. Uh, It's Miami Dolphins number one. That's hashtag one. We talk uh, Dolphins football 24-7, 365. We'd love to have you join us and share your thoughts. And uh, once again, we want to thank you for listening. Uh, let's make it a habit. We'll see you next week. All right. So, so, so we've talked about Rosen. Yes. I mean, I'm not down on him. I'm no. not saying he's definitely not the answer. Definitely uh not. What, what I'm saying is he's got a, he got a, he's got a ways to go to be the answer. Absolutely. And, uh, he doesn't have a long time to get there. Yep. So, we'll see what happens
0: exactly. He's got twelve more games, Mike. Yep. That's a lot of time. I mean, it it's is.
1: well, it's a lot of time in in terms of this season.
0: it is, but Mike, this again, this is season two now I know he was in a different situation, but right. but Kyle was the Mur-
1: there. Kyle
0: yeah. Murray's in that situation this year, and you know, you see a lot of quarterbacks around the league that are in their first and second seasons that are that are progressing well now. Do they have a little bit more talent than we do? Maybe, maybe not. You know, in certain circumstances they do, and in other circumstances maybe they don't. But we are grading him specifically, like you said. We're looking at him specifically, not at what's around him and how he's, you know. I
1: I think we've beat that point home. I just hope people get it.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. Let's move on from it because um, if they didn't get it by now,
1: they're not going to get then it.
0: They're not going to get it. It's that simple. So, yeah. Uh,
1: so let's talk some defense. Yesterday, uh, on the defensive side, here's a couple of players that played really well: uh, Christian Wilkins, uh, yes; Raekwon McMillan, yes; Taco Charlton.
0: Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he had probably the best game of all of them.
1: Yeah. Who? Who? Who would have thought that we'd be mentioning his name? <laughs>
0: Right? I mean, he came in, and he's playing, and he got a lot of playing time yesterday. He had our only sack, and mm-hmm. that was a nice sack. Blew right past the tackle. Um, what What impressed me about him was how many times he followed plays, and, and on the hustle. opposite side of the field— He was taking guys down from behind. I mean, they were just hustle plays. And I want to say I saw at least three of those to where he grabbed a guy from behind and, and made plays on three different occasions. And the sack as well... So, I mean, that's a positive. You know, I mean, I wasn't overly thrilled with him. I mean, I made it perfectly clear on one of the earlier podcasts that, you know, he got released for a reason, so on and so forth. But you know what? Maybe we have a decent player there that we were, you know, that we were fortunate enough to grab. And maybe going forward, he's going to be a guy that that is part of this team because he played extremely well yesterday. It's
1: like you said, he hustled. And that's something he's been, you know, critiqued for. Yes. So we'll see. Maybe he got the message. Maybe he turns into a player. Who knows?
0: Yes. He had his motor rolling yesterday. There's no question about that. And now, Mc- go ahead. you know,
1: our our secondary was not good yesterday, and, and, and some of that of course has got to be attributed to the lack of pass rush.
0: Oh, without a doubt. Uh, there's there is no pass rush, Mike. No, there really it's Well aside
1: from the one sack you mentioned, there really isn't. Yeah. They've gotta fix that, obviously, and uh uh, until then, these scores are going to be, you know, lopsided because the offense is not going to keep up.
0: Exactly. How many, Mike? You have the stat there. How many times did they hit Rivers yesterday? Was it three times? You said. How many times was he? Yes,
1: hit? it was three.
0: Three times out of thirty passes. Um yeah. That's not. That's not a good percentage at all. I mean, that's a horrible percentage, and. Um, it's got to it's got to get better with Tyrod T- Taylor threw a pass as well so they threw 31 passes and they got they hit the quarterback three, three times. times and yep. it's not only the fact that you're hitting him it's pressures and you know to get pressure on a quarterback you don't necessarily have to hit him but you have to make him adjust his throws you have to make him run away from pressure and throw on the run that type of thing and it's no, just he
1: he was hurried six times
0: yeah <laughs> That's, it's just non-existent. The, the other situation, Mike, is, you know, we had, you know, McCain was out yesterday and he started, you know, the uh, the first few games of the year and um, Wiltz was out as well. So they had two guys out that have been playing a big part in the secondary yesterday. So that had a hurt. Now, Rashad, Jones, Rashad Jones did come back. Um, but, you know, again, you're missing two, you know, two guys that have been on the field quite a bit. Um, They played a lot of zone yesterday, and, you know, of course, Rivers is just going to pick that apart. And he did. You know, I mean, I felt they did a good job on taking uh, Keenan Allen out of the game for the most part. Um, You know, he had, you know, he wasn't really a big part of the game. Inman, you know, the other receiver was the guy that hurt us more, and. You know, he was beating Roe up and down the field quite a bit. And uh, they threw the ball to the uh, running backs quite a bit. Eckler had a good amount of catches. So, um, you know, listen, Rivers knows what he's doing. You know, if they're going to sit back in zone, he's just going to pick you apart. But that philosophy, you know, to give the coaching staff some credit worked. You know, it kept us in the game. And, you know, the fact is, is that, you know if the two kicks are made it's a 14-13 game and um, you know unfortunately that didn't happen and you know it it is what it is i mean i think what what were we down at half mike do you remember what the score was at half yesterday because i i really don't what was it it was 17 it was to 17 10 17 to 10 17 to 10 and that was with two missed field goals so we go into the half a seventeen sixteen game, you know, if the two kicks are made, and uh, you know, it, it, you feel a lot better
1: again. Yeah, and we're getting the ball in the second half, so the guys have got to be, you know, feeling it. So exactly,
0: and you know, just the fact, even listen, even seventeen to ten going into the half is not a bad situation. But again, the second half, thirteen points. Given up a big goose egg on the scoreboard. This is like the complete opposite as to what we did over the last few years. It always seemed like we would go into the half yep. with three points or seven points. And then in the second half, we, we would tend to score more. This is like the complete opposite this year as to where in the second half, the last three weeks, I mean, it's again, it's a pattern. To where we just go in the tank, and I mean, we're not
1: getting a lot of garbage time scores. Is the difference?
0: We're not getting. Yeah, well, yeah. There you go. You're absolutely right. We're not getting the garbage time scores, but you know, they've got it. They've got to play. And and this, this is this is on Rosen as well. And you know, the last two weeks, Mike. You know, I, I don't want this to be a pattern. The way he seems to come out. With a lot of energy, and I mentioned the word "lazy," and that's not the right word, but he doesn't have the same tenacity as the game progresses. He's got to understand that you're busting hump for four quarters, and you know he just seems to have breakdowns, you know, as the game progresses more and more, and um, you know we've got to we've got to just watch that. To see if it continues, because that's a problem. There's no it's, question it's about it. Cur-
1: it's curious. It really is. It is. Uh, I don't know if that's you know uh, uh, hydration or if it's uh, mental <laughs> mental <laughs> lapse. Well, you know he could be getting tired. Is what I'm saying.
0: It's. I don't know. I mean, he shouldn't be as an, as an NFL athlete. I mean, there's no excuse for not having the um, you know being in the being physically able to do. Whatever they need to do for four quarters, Mike. That that should never be the case. But I, I don't know if it's if it's a mental thing, that where he just gets too like you know laxadysical or zones out or doesn't have the same concentration as the game progresses. I don't know what the answer
1: is, but well, I, I don't it's think he engineered too many come from behind wins in Arizona. No. So we'll have to see what happens. You know? Right. Uh, we have to see if he has that ability. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't.
0: Right. We're back to him again when we were talking about the defense. Yeah, How does that happen?
1: It, it, it happens very easy because... Uh, <laughs>
0: it's the focus, right.
1: They're kind of married, you know. The the offense has to do their job to help the defense, and the defense certainly has to do their job to help the offense, which they didn't do much of yesterday.
0: Exactly. Listen, with. What- Again, and I'll say this, I've said it a million times, Mike, with what the coaching staff has to work with right now, I think they're doing an exceptionally good job. I mean, coming into this game, when I heard that Davis was inactive, I was like, oh boy, it's going to be ugly out there. You've got Ingram and Boza on the outside. And I'll tell you what, I didn't. I know Ingram got hurt. But Boz, you didn't hear his name over and over again, and this is no. what I'm. And you didn't see like just a, just a, a domination. Well, of Well, think, our think offensive about line. when
1: Tunsil went out against Cincinnati last year. Yes. What did that look like?
0: And James, I think right. they both went out in that game, right. and it was it, it the game just completely changed. I mean, it right. it, it just affected the game incredibly. Now, We're not
1: seeing that kind of collapse.
0: Exactly. Now we had two tackles in yesterday that had not started yet this season. And the bottom line is, is that they did a decent enough job yesterday. It wasn't a complete domination where, oh my God, every time Rosen dropped back to pass, he was getting annihilated on every, no, he had opportunities to make plays and they didn't get it done. And, um, you know, that falls, it falls on him. Uh, it, it, Reflects back to the defense because again they're out there busting hump. They're playing against some really really good players. I I think Rivers is one of the best quarterbacks in football. I really do. I mean his tenacity and did that you know Rosen should look at him. And did you see him going off during the course of that game yesterday? Yeah. It was hysterical. You know he's just blasting the referee. He has just got so much fire in him, and he is thirty okay. six. For the Whatever record, is?
1: for the record, yes, Rosen was hit three times and hurried seven.
0: Right. See, that's it, and and that's basically comparable to what Rivers dealt with, correct?
1: Yes, it was.
0: Rivers got hit three times and was rushed what six or seven? I as, think six, six times. Yeah. And Rosen was sacked how many times, Mike?
1: Well, he was sacked a few. Uh, yeah. He he was actually sacked quite a bit, four or five <laughs> times. Yeah. Well, some real- of them were on him.
0: He had Listen, there were a couple of sacks that he took yesterday that it it reminded me of our number 17 to where he had a window to throw the ball. Even the commentator, you know, I don't remember who it was yesterday. They were actually very good, uh, said, you know, he had a window to throw that ball away. He needed to throw it away. He didn't need to take a sack there. And I think he did that on at least two of the sacks. Yeah. to where I would put him on him to where he had a window to get rid of it get the ball out of there do not take the sack and he did um and, and you know again it sounds like we're really blasting the kid but uh you know it is what no, it we're is. just
1: right we're just reading what they're what we're reading and, right exactly and trying to explain it you know and right. it, it, it is what it
0: is and I you know getting back to my point I felt that the offensive uh, the offensive line, was put in a position. The coaching staff put them at ma- they put them in mass protection a lot of times. So they were getting help. But as a group, I felt they did a very good job under the circumstances. The coaches understand the situation. They're putting him in the best possible situation to succeed, and that's smart football. And it's something that we haven't necessarily seen from our coaching staff. Over the last few weeks, I always felt that they could have done things differently. Like early in the game, Mike, and I think they got away from this, you know, as I'm talking about the coaching and praising them, I think that as the game progresses, they made a few mistakes. If you remember early in the game, they were dumping the ball to Drake in the flat. They set up a fantastic screenplay. And as the game progressed, it seemed like they tended to get away from that for whatever reason. And I don't know why. Um, or maybe Walton was used in those situations. But um, Drake's statistics early, you know, as far as catching the football, let me look at them real quick and I'll tell you. So he, he had three catches for 29 yards. Now, he had two of those very, very early in the game. And then it was just like non-existent from there. Again, you know, we can go back to the pass. He threw to Bellagio in the flat, which he dropped. Um, You know, so that that was another ball in the flat. They did throw to Walton a few times. So, to me, I felt that they probably could have stuck to that game plan a little bit more, trying to get the ball into the flat. Maybe they did, and maybe things just didn't develop. But, um, you know, the coaching staff overall is putting both our defense under the circumstances and our offense under the circumstances in, in situations to where we're competing, at least for a while. And, um, you know, I think they're doing a great job. I don't know. What, what's your opinion on them right well, now?
1: Well, I heard people uh, complaining that they didn't make any adjustments in the second half. You know, I always want to ask those people, well, what adjustments would you have made? Right. Because... There's only so many you can make. You you can tweak the scheme a little bit. Right. Uh, you can change your coverage patterns, man to zone or zone to man, that type of thing. Right. Uh, but how much can you actually do at halftime of a game? So, you know, when the score is, is 17 to 10, you're not going to be inclined to change too much. What you're thinking as a coach is, okay, we got to play better, blah, 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 blah. We're, we're not overly concerned at that point. Exactly, uh, because the game is close. Yes, it's a one-score game. We're getting the ball, so they—they're they, not thinking that they're getting destroyed in any area because they weren't. So there's not a lot to change, is my point. And that's three weeks in a row,
0: Mike. To your point, I mean that's a right. great point. If you go into the half, and I know the New England game was sixteen nothing, but there was there were a few circumstances in that game that kind of changed that around. Um, in the in the first half as well, but I felt that they played pretty decent defense overall, considering the offense wasn't doing much in that game. So, how many adjustments are you going to make? And you know, the, even if you do make adjustments, do you not think that Philip Rivers and Tom Brady and and Dak Prescott? are going to be able to to make those adjustments as well. I mean, I felt they did a decent job on Prescott as well last week, you know, against Dallas' passing game. Now, Xavier got beat man-to-man last week. There's nothing you can do about that. But the but the, we're talking about the coaching staff and the position that they put us in. I mean, they put us in a position to where for a half they competed. You went into the second half of that game and it was, uh, what was it? We really should have been leading at half. So why would you make adjustments at halftime when you're in a football game? It's up to the players to make plays, and it's up to our quarterback to make plays and our receivers to catch passes and our running backs not to fumble footballs and to catch passes as well. And then maybe you have a little bit more of a competitive game. When, When your offense is constantly... Giving the ball back to very good offenses. I mean, you're talking about San Diego, Dallas, and New England. You keep giving them the ball back. You're not going to stop them. You're not going to stop right. them that's series right. in and series out. So you know that's where you're at. I mean, it's not like we're playing, you know, a team like the Washington Redskins. You know, to where they're maybe well, limited on offense. We play them offense.
1: next. You better be careful. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: right. They may come in here and look like world beaters as well. So, I mean, the point is, is that. There, there are no real adjustments to make, even if you do, Mike. Like you said, you're limited because you're limited on the talent you have. Exactly. It's, it's that not- was
1: my that was my next point. Yes. So. So you're right. I mean, that's it. You, you know, you're going to bring in uh, uh, Ken Webster because Xavier Howard's having <laughs> right. trouble covering. I mean, are you going to do that? Is that the adjustment you want? Exactly. You know what I mean? Right. They, so, they
0: and they did do that. Yeah, they did bring Walton in when Belage dropped the pass to spell Drake. Right. And, and, and and what? Where did it get us? I mean, it got us okay. He made, you know, he looked okay. I mean, but it's not like you're bringing in, you know, uh, Marshall Falk. You know, you have a guy like that on the bench, and you, you know, you have that ability. It's not like New England to where if if. Michelle isn't running the ball well. You know what? We'll just start dumping the ball to James White in the flat or to, right. Bur- or to right. Burkhead. Right. You know, they have options. We we are very limited in and what we have. And not only
1: that, but half the adjustments we make, you don't notice. Exactly. Simple as that. How would we know
0: as fans anyway if in fact right. they did make adjustments, Right. you know, and it just didn't work? So so that that's the bottom line. You're absolutely right. You know, they're, they're doing a fine job with you know with what they're working with, and the fact that he pulled you know he pulled what Flores pulled Wilkins off the field after he dumped that running back, which you know I felt was you know the guy's fighting. Yeah, did he did it? Was he a little bit aggressive?
1: Uh, that's a mental mistake. It's and a he, mental you know, mistake, and he,
0: and he ripped him. He ripped yep. him a new ass for it. Yep. So and he took him off the field. Now I don't know how many plays he took him off the field for, but he made it known that listen, we're not going to tolerate nonsense like that. So that's what you want to see going forward. He, was,
1: he wasn't off very long, uh, you know. Right. The most snaps anybody took was sixty-seven. He had he had forty-one.
0: He had forty-one. But the yeah. point is, Mike, it's embarrassing. Yes. <laughs> when you get yes. pulled off the field in front of how many thousands of fans that we had there, right. and then on TV they're showing you getting your ass, <laughs> your, that, your that's ass what, blown That's up, what you know. he
1: needs to see because Absolutely. you know that there's a, there's a punishment there.
0: Send the message. That's Send it. a message to the rest of the team that listen. If you do fool, if you make foolish plays or do something foolish, you're you're going to come off the field, and we're not going to tolerate Did it. Did you
1: see Gase do that once? I don't. I don't remember. I can't remember.
0: I can't remember either. I know, really I, know I, I
1: know he had a blow up with a giant but yes. aside from that, I don't remember any
0: I don't I don't either. Flores is listen, he's a no he seems like a no nonsense guy. I like what he's doing and you um, need some
1: of that. There has to be repercussions for being a dumbass. Yes. <laughs> you exactly. know? Exactly. And I'm not saying Wilkins is a dumbass, but you get my point. You you guys they they, they, they have to know there's some accountability, that's all.
0: Absolutely. And, and 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 to my point again, the coaching staff I think is in the right direction I like what they're doing on both sides of the football I think the the offensive line coach and just the philosophy behind what they were trying to do was extremely smart football it kept you in the game if you start going to five guys out in the routes and trying to block Bozer and Ingram with with two tackles it's just foolishness and that, that this is the problem I had with Gase you know, even, it, Mike, you mentioned that Cincinnati game. He didn't make any adjustments. Nine, I mean, Tanne- Tannehill got blamed for a situation that he had no control over. The coaching staff should have made play calls to where – they could have just held on to that football and got out of there with a win in Cincinnati. Instead, oh, no, he had got five guys in routes and, and Stirrup trying to block their defensive end and the other guy on the other side. Well, Remember hold that? on
1: a second, though. I don't know if you think the same way I do, but if I'm Hill and I'm taking that next snap, I'm rolling right. Because I know what just happened on the left side.
0: Well, exact. Well, Mike, the problem was is that the right tackle was out in that game as well, so he had nowhere to run. Yeah, but, but I
1: figure I'm better running right than I am left, if, so that's what I'm going to do.
0: If it, listen, here's the thing. You know, what I'm saying is is that the coaching staff is putting these guys in the best possible situation to succeed, and they're not. They're thinking on those terms, whereas I felt over the last few years that. You know it was kind of like listen we're going to do things my way we're not going to make the adjustments necessary week to week due to injury we're going to sh- we're going to just throw the same philosophy and the same type of offense out there and try to do the same thing and all we saw week in and week out was the same exact thing and it, it wasn't successful and it's so far up in new york it's not it's not overly successful in what's going on so so there you have it. So I praise our, our coaching staff right now going forward. I think they're doing a great job, and I think that when everything is all said and done, Mike, that people are going to be extremely happy with this head coach and his assistants.
1: We'll see. Time will tell. I Time mean, will I, tell, yes. I don't have a problem with anything they've done. I mean, I can question little things here and there. Yes, but which I, we've I don't done. Have, yeah, I don't have any problem with what they've done. Yep. So what now? I mean, we've we've got a bye week, and obviously the players will be off for most of one week, and then they'll come back and get ready for the Redskins. Uh, so with that, what's left over that first week, what would you be doing if you were the coach with our team?
0: Uh, I'd be praying that we get guys healthy on both sides of the football, number one. <laughs> Uh, you know, the fact that Davis is is out and Isadora is out, if we well, get... Yeah,
1: obviously those guys will get rest. Right.
0: If these guys come back healthy, and then, of course, I mentioned McCain and uh, Wiltz. You know, if we... Uh, the bye week's always a good thing. And, you know, Wilson is a guy that hasn't seen the field in three weeks now. Uh, he should be ready to go. And they but, miss him. They do miss him. Because, you know, as good as Grant is, Wilson... Showed us in the short amount of time that we saw him last year that that he's a guy that can make big plays and they will throw plays his way his way and if you put both him and and Grant in the slot on two separate sides it creates issues I mean if you put a guy on Wilson one on one a safety or a linebacker or you know even a even a nickel or a dime guy you know Wilson's going to win a lot of those battles so. You know, if we get healthy, that's the first thing. The second thing is, is that uh, Rosen, they have to sit down with him and they have to show him what he's doing wrong. And hopefully he's a little bit more prepared two weeks from now because Washington is not close to any of the teams that we have played. So when they come back, Mike, we should be very, very competitive in this football game. I mean, we can, we can possibly, in my opinion with what I have seen of the redskins we, we we could possibly win this football game if we play a good football game and if we're healthy and i'm not going to
1: four quarters
0: i'm not right four quarters would be great and i'm not going to say that a lot this year as the season progresses as you look at our schedule but this is one of the games on our schedule that is very winnable so you know it's a matter of getting guys healthy and getting Rosen on the right page with everybody and and showing him what he's doing wrong. He's got two weeks to prepare. He's got game film from what he's doing right and what he's doing wrong. And I think that's the way you approach it. You know, there's really not a lot more. I mean, nothing's going to change, Mike, um, other than the fact that we're going to get a little bit healthier. Well, that,
1: and I think you can take some of the plays that you've been running and maybe develop some things off of the looks that you've given, you know, to kind of, Throw, throw off the defenses a little bit. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, aside from that, there's not really a lot you can do, uh, you know, aside from maybe some drills to, to reinforce some fundamentals. Yep. You know, it's always interesting to see what they do, you know, if if it gets back to us because it doesn't always. Sometimes they keep that stuff in house. Exactly. That's about all I've got uh, for the game. I mean, you hate to see them lose again in the fashion that they lost, you know, a 20-point loss. But I feel like they're making progress uh, slow and steady. <laughs>
0: yes. At least I we're did. not seeing what we saw in week one, Mike. Yeah, it, that, if that in was... fa- if we did, then, it, you know, it, it would have been – Hard, very hard to deal with. Very hard.
1: You know, I'm not. I'm not any more happy with a 20 point loss than I was with that game. So don't misunderstand what I'm saying. No, oh, me neither.
0: Uh, right, I understand what you're saying.
1: Yeah. So anyway, it is what it is. So, uh, anything you wanted to add before we uh, go?
0: I think we're good. I'm gonna miss them this week. Um, when are we coming back, Mike? Just so well, everybody we're, knows. We're going
1: to be back Wednesday, and then we're okay. going to take next Monday off. And uh, okay. We'll probably be back next Wednesday with a look ahead to the Redskins.
0: Oh, the following. So we're, be, we're coming on Wednesday and then a week from uh, the following right. Wednesday. and Correct. Okay, good deal. Sounds All good right. to me. All righty. Fins up. Fins up, Dolphins. All
1: right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans Podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network.